Welcome to Canvas, an FBI radio podcast unframing art and ideas. This podcast was recorded on Turrbal, Yagara and Gadigal land. FBI radio recognises the traditional custodians of the land and their continuous connection to country. We pay our respects to elders past and present. My name is Aisha, and today on Canvas, we're chatting with Otis Burian-Hodge. Otis Burian-Hodge is a photographic artist and gallery curator based on Gadigal land. His practice involves both digital and analogue photography, with an interest in bookmaking. Burian-Hodge explores the challenge of archiving specific feelings, memories and localities around him, and translating them to a wider audience, sharing a moment with those who don't share in it. In today's episode, we chat about Otis's work curating TCS Windows, a non-commercial gallery that hosts monthly shows of photography-based work by emerging artists, and his own photography practice and first solo exhibition, The Last Jar of Rosehip Jam, at the Murray Art Museum, Albury. So I live in Newtown on Gadigal land. I've lived here my whole life. Yeah, so I started TCS Windows of the Corner Shop in 2017. The address is 82A Angel Street, Newtown. That's a great street name. Fantastic, yeah. Yeah. And back then it was just one window. And now it's grown to three windows, which face the streets, which allow the work to be viewed 24-7. Yeah, it started off with a bit of everything, ceramics, paintings, big charcoal pieces, clothing to flower arrangements. In 2019, I made the shift to focusing on photography. And you've also got soundtracks that are curated as well for the windows. Yeah, uh, with each show, we get a mix of music made to accompany uh, that body of work specifically. It runs for an hour to two hours, and we sort of give the sound artists complete freedom to sort of create what they feel fits with that body of work. And this year, my partner Maria is curating that side of it. They've got a a background in sort of music and and playing shows. So with the opening night, I just run an extension called out and park park up some speakers and turn it up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess the idea behind the mix series was I always get very like socially anxious at art openings and don't know where to put myself or like talk and when I go to dance parties I don't really like to talk I prefer to like zone out and just listen to the music so I sort of wanted to like create that chance for people to be there and or be there and listen to the music instead of all the other noise. And because TCS has been running for five years, how does it work? How do you curate that? And So at present, I am constantly researching for people. Like I try and fill out the year quite well in advance. It's, it's just a one-person operation and it's quite a lot of work juggling my life and, and that. Yeah. Mm. And how many times a year do the windows get changed? So we do monthly exhibitions. First Wednesday of the month is, is when we aim to do openings and then the next one will open up next month in August opening on the third at 6 p.m so roll through 
So let's talk about your work, The Last Jar of Rosehip Jam, which was a solo exhibition. Yeah, it opened up in April, I believe, down at Mama, which is in Aubrey. That body of work is a straightforward documentation of my family's journey down the Hume Highway to visit Nana Aubrey or my grandmother, who is based in Aubrey. My, my grandmother is 94 years old and is a stubborn old uh, Croatian woman. It's sort of, yeah, looking at uh, that journey, the memories that formed there, as well as the time with Nana at her house and rituals that, that we do down there. An element of the project is looking at the jams that she has created. So within her cupboard is years and years worth of jams that she has collected or hoarded over time or just not eaten or been able to get to. So I wasn't technically allowed to touch them, but I I took photos of them and put them up on the walls. So the title, The Last Jar of Rosehip Jam, I guess it came from that idea of wanting, of like when you learn those rituals of your family, you kind of learn them for life and hopefully there will never be a last. So oddly enough, I'm hoping that there will never be a last jar of Rosehip Jam. Did she get a chance herself to go to the exhibition? Yeah, she did. Yeah, it was quite, it was so cute. I was doing an artist talk and... Mum walks in with Nana and everyone just like starts applauding. Oh. <laughs> the star of the show, <laughs> the real MVP. Yeah, and, and her response was actually, it wasn't as hectic as I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she wasn't angry about me touching her jams and um, yeah, she was, she, was, she was all about it. Did you have any rose hip jam at the opening or anything? Yeah, so I... Um, like I went down for a week. It fell in perfectly timed for rosehip season. Spent a week with Nana and Mum making rosehip jam of oh. a 2022 vintage. I think this year we got 4.6 kilos of fruit and we made 19 jars. Wow. We got to share it with the museum, Mama, and they also shared it with people of the community uh, with sort of a tea that they put on regularly which was really nice. They expressed that not a lot of people have tasted rosehip jam before, so it was really nice to share that with them. I asked mum, what's the longest type of jam you've made? And it seems like rosehip is definitely the more labour-filled jam. Like it takes kind of a week where most jams are a day or two max. So I guess labour of love. Yeah, I was going to say that. That's so interesting. I yeah, I've never tasted rosehip jam, but now I'm, I need to find it. We can tee it up. <laughs> <laughs> what initially interested you in photography? I sort of just like the, the storytelling element of it. Like I'm really interested in creating bodies of work and using them as a form of communication and or to learn about an idea that I've had. And yeah, like it's this tool that, as cheesy as it is, stops time and like... Uh, freezes it for a moment, which is quite cool. Will that exhibition have another life? Like, would you like to show that body of work somewhere else? Yeah, I think it's definitely a work in progress still. I'm very interested in the book form with photography, and I've, after seeing it in physical form with the show, I, I think it could work as a 
book. So I think that's on the cards. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Is there a website for TCS or how yeah, do people keep a, up to date? There's an outdated website. <laughs> <laughs> Story of my life, honestly, yeah. But yeah, Instagram is probably the most frequently used one now, I'd say. Thank you for listening to another episode of Canvas, Unframing Art and Ideas. Thank you to Otis Burian Hodge. Thank you for listening to another episode of Canvas, Unframing Art and Ideas. To find out more about the artist featured in this episode, scroll down to the show notes. This episode was brought to you by our fabulous team, executive producer Michelle Tsao, researcher Elena Zarowski, and me, your host, Aisha Ash. Our intro music was made by Jackie DeLacy. Canvas is an FBI radio podcast. If you like what you're listening to, hit subscribe, leave us a review, and share this podcast with someone you love. Check out our Instagram at canvas underscore FBI 94.5 for more great art content and show updates. Kia paitera, have a good day. Thank you.